Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. I'm back. You're back. Wait, what? I were was you gone, gone last week. You were gone last week? And you reviewed uh, Alien Covenant. That's crazy. I know it's crazy. That's insane. It's very strange. It's almost like I didn't even see that movie. I don't remember at all. I'm going to go back and listen to the review to find out what I thought about this movie. Yes, we were recording this uh, actually earlier. <laughs> so, but this is delayed because I'm going to be out of town. Oh, no, sorry. I wasn't here last week. That's right. Because I was seeing New Found Glory, which I'm sure was a fantastic show. I can't talk about it yet <laughs> because it's tomorrow. This is all really funny because like whenever I was thinking about this um, earlier this week and how we were going to have to work these two episodes, <laughs> I was getting confused myself. Yeah. And so now that you're stating it back to me, I, I'm doubly confused because I thought well, I had wrapped my mind around how it was going to work yeah. and the thing, the way the timeline works. Yeah. But no, it's, it's, it's still confused. The funny thing is this is the first – like we've recorded uh, podcasts ahead of time before. That's right. But this is the first time we've recorded them out of order. That's right. Where like the one, this one, which we're recording first, goes after last week's, which you're recording tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone literally is just pausing the podcast. They've got a flow chart out. They're like drawing like, lines. how does time work? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, they, what is the, what is the, what's the movie or show where they put the, like, they put the two-piece paper together and poke the hole through it? Oh yeah, well, that's interstellar, yeah, interstellar with the wormhole, with but it's like holes. time works the same way. It's like oh, this time loop. And it, uh! kind <laughs> anyway, I, I I really just want to imagine everyone has like a bunch of strings all throughout their room now. Yeah. Where yeah. They're, they're like, no, this was recorded here, and John said this, but that was before this other thing from last week. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so uh, so Chris, yeah, what have you? been doing this week yeah so um since i didn't get to talk on the podcast last week that's right uh, i'm gonna just update you with what happened before that one <laughs> so what's really funny is is uh you like you're going to have a week's worth of things to say right here <laughs> and i'm probably gonna have a week's worth of things to say right here but whenever you come back you'll have two weeks worth of things and i'll have two weeks worth of things but they're not going to be the same two weeks correct that's so weird are they because I'm, I maybe they are. No, they are. No, You're right. Oh my weeks. gosh, this is all just unless, blowing my unless mind. Unless somehow I don't make it back for the Wonder Woman review. Oh, dude, I'm so amped for Wonder Woman. I am too. I'm very excited about that movie. Yes, I hope it's good. Coming next week. Is that next week? Is that really next? Not week? in real time, John. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm talking to the listeners now. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I'm putting I, myself. I'm in getting the place it. But is listeners. it really next week? As far as the listeners are concerned, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Time is going so fast this year. We are almost halfway through the year. Yep. Wow. This week, well, we said what we'll be up to, but this week we're reviewing Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. That's right. The second Pirates of the Caribbean movie with the word dead in it. Yeah, because the other one was Dead Man's Chest. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Because I almost wrote Dead Man's Because it almost, so in uh, on Fandango, like I was looking it up. I was like, okay, what was the name again? Yeah. And so I looked it up and it, and it cuts off after the M. Yeah. So it goes Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead M. Uh-huh. And then so I finished it, Dead Man's Chest. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's right, right? Yeah, that's right. And then I looked at it again, and I was like, no. No, it's Dead Man Tell No Tales. <laughs> that's the thing. Um, it's kind of weird. Like, it's a f- well, Never mind. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll have a, a spoiler-free version, spoiler-free spoiler uh, section, and then we'll count down to the spoilers, obviously. So, John, um, I, however, in real time, I uh, played a lot of Destiny this past weekend. Cool. 
no one like so we we talked about rating yeah and we didn't that's right so i uh, went through it was uh so i know this for the listeners this was two weeks ago but Anyway, it was uh, I did Iron Banner. Yeah, um, rank five. Got to rank five for the first time ever. That's what I was about to say. It's your first time of doing it. Yeah, uh, cool. which is surprising, but also not. Well, like, I didn't you really... would get to like rank three, and then like, yeah, that's end. the thing. I, yeah, I would I would get up there, but then I, I there should be like the last little push. Mm-hmm. It always like it always happened on like a weird weekend where I couldn't like just spend the whole time playing or something like that. Yeah, um, but r- hit rank five, which is awesome. Got a couple like there was a, a thing in each book. Um, the Rise of Iron and the Age of Triumph books. Uh, so got both of those. Very cool. Um, I actually, uh, I've been going through and finding all the dead ghosts ah. and finally popped that achievement for finding 50 dead ghosts. Dude, that's really cool because like I have kind of given up on that one. Like I'm most of the way through it. Maybe I should just go ahead and forge on. Yeah, just use de- uh, destinydeadghosts.com or yeah, I think that's what it's called. And it, it, you put in your... Uh, um, your gamer tag and it will show you how many which you have left and which ones you need have left. So I can just look up the specific ones and yeah. go just for the it ones like I don't crawls have. Your grimoire cards. Very cool. Basically and uh and pulls that information so it knows which ones you haven't done and then you can there are video guides. So the Honestly, grimoire cards are good for something. The easiest ones um to get you just continuously like load up all the multiplayer maps and sh- like go straight to where they are. Well, I think like the, there is even in the, uh, the current book, there's one for that. Like there's one for all of the ones within, uh, the crucible map, oh, really? but in private matches. Like you can get, you can fill in a piece of your book for doing, picking up all of those ghosts in private matches. Well, I haven't so. finished that yet. So like I, I hit it before I, f- I did that. So I'm going to have to keep doing it. Yeah. I mean, and, and so, uh, so yeah, the, that one is relatively easy to get to fill in for that as well. That's so. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I did that. Oh, let's see. What else did I do? Um, that's about it. So I was out of town for the weekend. Yeah. Um, we headed up. We had, uh, 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 one of Catherine's cousins had a, a, her wedding, and it was awesome. It was a gorgeous wedding, amazing place. But we were out of town for a lot of the, the weekend, driving on uh, Friday and then driving back on Sunday. We had a decent amount, like some significant driving each day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went up like half the way on uh, on Friday night, and then chilled and relaxed, and then we went up. Uh, on Saturday morning, the rest of the way came half the way back on Saturday night after so the confusing. wedding. You've already then, lost me. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I had a lot of time to to play some like mobile gaming. I spent a lot of time on uh, Sunday specifically playing Zelda, and I'm like, yeah, I'm chipping away at this thing, man. And I feel like so. What's really funny is I can look at the game time that my friends have put into this game. Nowhere, no one is anywhere near the amount of time that I have put into this game. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Am I just <laughs> am I just being too much of a complete here um but i feel like i guess just how i'm playing the game and i'm gonna you know i'll eventually beat it but i've got a hundred shrines that i've taken care of check those off there's only 120 so there's only 20 that i'm missing um and uh and yeah it's it's been a it's been a fun successful zelda week are they shrines that you haven't found yet yes like i have a couple of quests i think i only have like three shrine quests that i have left one of them i have no idea no idea how to do it. it was, it's the same one that I asked you how you would do it, and you had no idea either. Which one was it? Uh, it's the one. It's it's one where you're, you have to, like these people are singing a song, and the notes correspond oh, to, to some sort of an action that you have to do with these different pillars while you're standing on a certain spot. And I'm like, well, I'm shooting arrows through them in the correct order. Nothing's happening, and I'm like throwing things through them in the correct order, but nothing's happening. So I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna have to probably look that one up. Yeah. Because. I've returned to it a couple of times and I'm like, there, I, nope, I don't think I'm doing, I'm not thinking about this differently. It's basically got to be this. 
So you should totally look it up. I need to look it up. Um, but yeah, the uh, th- that's been fun. It's uh, dude, that game still like I'm I'm I think at this point I have over a hundred hours have into it. Have you completed it. the story? No. Okay. Um, I'm holding off on completing. I probably could right now, but I haven't like beat the uh, the final um, dungeon, and then I I have like the final thing the 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 game ender, the yeah. big boss. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I'm holding off on that until I kind of wrap out like get everything else. I finally have the entire map opened up to where nice. I can see it on my map whenever I open it. Um, that was a new occurrence as well. So. But yeah, it's been it's been a really fun time. I still have moments where like I'll look up in the sky and I'll be like, "What is that?" <laughs> and it's yeah, it's still those those amazing like discovery moments going on a hundred plus hours into this game. It's it's a really good game. Dude. I need to jump back into it. It's been a while. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the uh, been playing some Zelda. Been playing some a little bit of Mario Kart while on the road. That was fun. Um. Played it in line while we were waiting for uh Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. That was fun. I, I was looking around and anecdotally like looking. Around, is there anybody else who's going to be here with the Switch? And there were like two or three uh, people in that line with the Switch. And I was like, ah, that's cool. That's a that's good. Awesome. That's a good sign for the console. So I saw a, a dumb article on Kotaku this week that was somebody complaining about the fact that they've never taken their switch out of their dock what? i'm like and i i started reading through it and i got about halfway through it and i'm like this doesn't like represent my my playthrough my <laughs> gaming experience with this thing at all like i play most of it in the mobile version. yeah i i want to say like i i whenever we got home from the trip right and yeah. i plugged it into the dock and i like was playing around on on uh i think it was last night or monday night um and uh i was like well it's been a long time since I played this in the dock. Yeah, and uh, and so yeah, I don't play it in the dock almost at all. Um, well, mostly like, as a handle. So my thing. experience is more like so. Uh, probably about a month ago, I saw there was another article someone wrote written on Kotaku that was talking about the fact that uh, Switch has ruined them for console gaming because now they want every other game that they play mm. on the go which mm-hmm. i agree with that like yeah i was just talking to you earlier i was like man i kind of like i have this itch to like i'm a, so right now as we speak i am in orlando yep. on a work trip that's right actually at this point i'll be done with the work portion oh but, man um so like my i have like this this desire to take my Xbox with me so I can like play a couple of, of, of games that I've downloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, can't, you know, but that honestly, like whatever that really comes from is the fact that I know if it was on the switch, I could play it. Yep. I could take it with me and play it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, and it's not a degraded experience. And like, no. that's what I love about like Zelda and like Mario Kart and those things. Like I was standing in a line playing Mario Kart yesterday. Yeah. You know, it's like, what in the world? This is a, this is a weird, weird situation in a weird world. Yeah. Um, the, uh, on the trip, whenever we were, uh, up in, up, whatever, I, I popped the, the sides, the handles, the joy cons, if yeah. you will, off the sides, put the little shoulder things on. So the buttons, the shoulder buttons are a little easier to press. Yeah. We played some two player Mario Kart. Um, Catherine and I, and we've played like we, uh, on previous trips, we've done like two player snipper clips, like just sitting there in a hotel with the, the kickstand up sitting on a table. It's like, it's a really interesting, strange experience to go through. Like whenever you're playing it on the go like that, where it's like, Oh, now let's make this two player. Very strange. feels good, dude. I love it. I know. Um, I wish you could play everything like that. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Anything else you've been up to this week? Not really. Yeah, me neither. I mean, because of the travel, it's like I didn't have had a whole lot of yeah. time for anything else. So, but we're gonna be reviewing Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales. I almost, I almost said the I wrong know, name. <laughs> but first, the pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> 
All right, Chris. Yeah. Who, who do you want to go first? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. My pick of the week this week is a show that's been going on for, for a few years, but I have not encountered it until now. Um, but it is uh, Steven Universe. It's on Car- Steven Universe? It's on Cartoon Network. And it's a cartoon, and each episode is like 12 minutes long, and it's, it's essentially like a superhero type show, mm. um, where there's the, the, the team is, uh, they're called gems, they're crystal gems, and they have their powers from, from crystals that they have, and, uh, and he is like a half human, half crystal gem, and so like the whole story, is? Steven. Okay. And uh, so he's a kid. There are these his his he's caretakers. He's made out of a gym. Yeah. So like they're aliens essentially from from another planet, and they're protecting the Earth from other aliens who are trying to attack it. You know what I haven't watched? Yeah. That I really wanted to is the new Samurai Jack. Dude, Samurai Jack is on. I think all of it is on Hulu. But the new season, I'm not sure if the new season. That's is what I'm yet. talking about. The new season, the one that's like that they're the, the doing now. Yeah. So that you can watch, like you can catch up on Hulu and then, yeah, I think they're going to do the new season on Hulu as well. Cause like they, for a while there, it's airing right now. There was only like four or five episodes, but they were on Netflix and I watched uh, those like, and I was like, yeah, it was like, this is awesome. And then it ended and it was like done. And I was like, what? There's more seasons than this. Yeah. And it's over on Hulu. Did right I tell now. you that Bob's Burgers is uh, going over to Hulu? Moving from Netflix to Hulu. That's interesting. It's the new seasons are all on. Like I've, that's how I watch uh, the current season of Bob's Burgers has yeah. been on Hulu. So I wonder if they see like the numbers of views from Hulu to the to Netflix and just go with the one with the more views. I don't well, know. It's, it's been on. It's been on uh, Netflix for a while. So that's right. Uh, I, and I also think I think Fox owns part of Hulu. Ah, that would make sense. A lot of Fox shows are on Hulu. Like a lot yeah. of them are on like Day After that. Sort new of Girl thing, so. and yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah, dude, Brooklyn Nine Nine this year. Dude, so I, I haven't. They have like four episodes since they came back. Right? Yeah, because they took this huge break. It was it was a massive break, and a lot of shows actually this year did that. And they pulled in they pulled an Arrow season two or whatever it was, whatever yeah, season of Arrow know, that I don't was. Get it? I don't, I don't like. And I I know they're running a little bit later in the season, but I'm like, this is so weird. Yeah, and I don't know, like. Big big gaps like that are very strange because like you're like wait is it over like there was only ten episodes well or that's so. what like I because this they don't communicate it well mm-hmm. and so like Brooklyn Nine Nine I legit thought Brooklyn Nine Nine had been canceled yeah I thought it was over like because like the uh, they built up to the mid season finale and then they resolved what they were doing in the mid season finale on the last episode and I was yeah. like well uh-huh. they could have ended the season there I know. That's what but I thought. I don't want them to, but they could have. Or that the show was just done. Right. Because they hadn't communicated either way, anything. Right, right. And it's like, well, they had the order, the season, the full season order, but... And you know what's even stranger is that, like, right now is, you know, the the, the time whenever networks are deciding whether to bring back shows for next year, renew them for the next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like... Okay, well, how are you going to gauge shows like that that literally went away for the past three months? Yeah, you have no ratings to pull from yeah. except for earlier in this, you know. And I just caught up. Like, I'm only now, just now caught up to uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Um, and it's not even over. Like, I think it's got one more episode. Uh, it's got the season finale coming yeah. out. Um, something else that's weird is, like, next season, there is, you know how... Um, ABC. Sometimes they would do like Agents of Shield in the in the uh, in the, uh, the yeah, like Christmas Agent break Carter. or whatever. Yeah, they would do like a mini series. Yeah. Next year they're doing the opposite, where they're having a mini series first, uh, which is the Inhumans, mm. and then they're gonna do like start at the mid season point. They're yeah. gonna start Agents of Shield, and that's gonna run all the way through the rest of the year, which is strange. I mean, that I think like I think that's a uh, 
that's a more of a sign of the, the times. Like, I, like we are moving away as a culture away from the 22, 24 episode yeah. seasons of television. Cause that's a lot of, that's a lot of TV. And there's a lot of, uh, in, in most, I would say most shows, there's a lot of filler in there. Like oh, yeah. I mean, you think about like the procedurals or like the, uh, the Hawaii five O's or CSI's actually, well, of the world. Give, I give those more of a pass really? because those are literally like cookie cutter, the same episodes over and over again. It's like law it's and true. order. You know, the format is exactly the same. That's right. You know that 23 minutes in, you're going to get the lawyers. That's right. Somebody's going to get arrested, uh-huh. and, and then, then it's the lawyer's turn. And about 10 minutes later, there's going to be some kind of twist. <laughs> and they're going to have to bring right. back the invest- the investigators, the police. What's funny is, like, we've we've watched uh, some some Hawaii Five-0 or whatever, yeah. the, that show, the the newer Hawaii Five-0. And, like, inevitably, they'll go to, like, interrogate someone at about the, uh, the two-thirds of the way through the show, and it's like, yeah. they're going to run. They, yeah. They're gonna run, and then they immediately just run. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, oh my God. come Chase on, guys! The Hawaiian Islands. Yeah, it's like this is this is ridiculous, and it's like, oh, how are we gonna catch him this time? Yeah, uh, I mean, Place up that's, your roller skates. That's the thing. Like, I don't for for a while uh, this year, earlier this year, I was on a uh, um, Law and Order kick. I really need to get back on it because it was kind of fun. But uh, <laughs> like, where um, I don't even know what time of night it can't come comes on. I don't even remember mm. what channel I was watching a lot. I think it was FX. <laughs> I don't even know if it was real. I don't know. Was that even real? <laughs> yeah. uh, it was It was FX. And I think it came on right after Conan, uh, the second airing of Conan came, uh, went off. And That's pretty late, man. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> who are you talking to? <laughs> I slept two nights this week, Monday night and Tuesday night. Was it Monday night and Tuesday night? Yeah, Monday night and Tuesday night. I got three hours each oh night. Oh, my gosh. Chris. Why? What, what are you doing to yourself? Because I procrastinate things and i like sleep yeah like sleep anyway this is the struggle of a late night late late night person i know like a night person who also works early in the morning i i like get super like creative and my brain turns on i want to like do the things it's not (laughs) it's not out of like hey i slept in real late and so i'm up real late no yeah it has nothing to do with that yep i i know the feeling anyway um i was on a huge law and order kick and I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah, it's a really good show. So what is it? Law & Order SVU has been on, which isn't my favorite. Like, I've never liked that show, really. Um, but it's been on for, like, 19 seasons or something. No, like, something ridiculous. Wait, some that ridicu- one? I thought the regular one it was on for longer. It might have been. But, like, some ridiculous number of seasons. And I'm like, this is... Like, that's insane. Like, shows even, like, Lost or something like that, where it's, like, it's been on for 10 years. Like, I'm always like, man, that's a decade, and, and everyone's playing the same role for a decade oh, man. or whatever. Okay, so Law & Order was on for 20 years. That's amazing to me. Law & Order's SVU came on in 99. It's now 2007. So 99 to 2009 would be 10 years. To So it's been on for roughly 18 years. That's so amazing. 20 years. And a, man, that's, yeah, that's insane. Um, but yeah, so like those shows, like the, the idea of playing the same role, like, and, and being on the same show for that long is, is intense to me. And obviously like they switch out people and it's like, sometimes, you know, the main people leave and they bring in somebody else who's, you know, but I don't know what um, this show is law and order criminal intent. Yeah. That's, I don't know what it is either. I never, if you're into, one. uh, courtroom drama stuff, dude, yeah. um, you should start the, the good, the good wife. wife. Yeah. That's why mm. everyone always tells me. I just finished the good wife. Is it on Netflix? It is on Hulu. Okay. 
and uh, I'm gonna all, have to get a Hulu. Everything like all of them are on there, and I actually finished it. Like I was behind like by two seasons because like I would binge after it would air, and then I would binge the entire season a lot of times. But yeah. I found out that they were going to end after a certain season. You know how you do with some shows where you're like, I'm saving it. Yeah, I'm saving that show, and I did that for like a year or two. Like since it, since they announced that it was ending, so I was behind two seasons, and I finally just like broke down and binge watched it uh, one every night for like a while there, and it was it's amazing. I, that show is so good and consistently so good. Um, yeah, the situations and the uh, even the fact like the current day aspect of it. Like they'll try to like, you know, rip from the headlines or like whatever, put their own spin on something. Um, a lot of that stuff was really cool as well, right up until the end. So, and still relevant despite the fact I was watching it like two years later. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, it was, it's a really good show. So if, if you want your courtroom drama as well as lots of other drama, like political drama, yeah, that's your show. So let's go back to your pick of the week. Steven Universe. <laughs> back on there. So the, uh, let me see. So let's, let me give you the synopsis because I feel like I did a pretty poor job of explaining what it is. Um, so on, whenever you just like look up the Wikipedia thing, it says the Crystal Gems are a team of magical beings who are self-appointed guardians of the universe. Magical, so yep. they're not aliens. Half human, half gem hero, Steven, <laughs> is the quote unquote little brother of the group. The goofball is learning to save the world using the magical powers that come from his belly button, hmm. and he goes on magical adventures with the rest of you the mean crystal like a gems. Troll? Well, like they all have their gems in different spots. One of them has them on our hands. One of them has it on our forehead. One of them has it on like her chest, and then he has it as his belly button, which is really funny. Like, like a troll. Like a troll, and uh, <laughs> and uh, let me see. So let me finish this. Even though he's not as powerful as the other gems, or as smart, or as experienced. Um, he usually finds a surprising way to save the day. Um, and it's really fun. Like they're the episodes are very small. Um, and so the first season was like 50 some odd episodes, but they're 12 minutes long each. Mm. And, uh, which is really fun. I, I love the 12 minute long thing. Cause like you put it on and the investment level is very low. It's like, well, if I don't like the storyline going on this time, it's only 12 minutes. Oh. And, uh, and it's kind of like a Phineas and the Ferb. Yeah. Yeah. Phineas and the Ferb. The Phineas, Phineas and, and Ferb. the Ferb. Phineas and the Ferb. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like a Phineas and Ferb thing where it's like, you could assume that two episodes kind of go together or something like that sometimes. Um, but a lot of times like they're just kind of standalone things. It's maybe not a, like it's, it, they deal with a lot of cool stuff and a lot of weird, there's a lot of weird um, things that happen and a lot of, um, I don't know, like the, the things that they talk about, like the way that they investigate Steven's life and the people around him and his, his family kind of uh, dynamic is really amazing and interesting. And I like how they do it within the 12 minute kind of chunk thing. Yeah. Um, the entire first season, the once I got through like the 50 some odd episodes or whatever in the first season. Yeah. Like the the way that it, the entire season arc worked was really fun because like they would pull in late like later on in the season they would pull something from a, a single episode way back here and it'd be like pull that out and use that for the climax and everything came together in that first season in such a way that I was so happy to have like kind of watched them all together like that yeah and uh, and been able to remember everything from from the previous episodes so um, very cool show if you you know are into like. Phineas and Ferb or like uh, Star versus the Forces of Evil or like, you know, cartoons that are also for adults. 
because this one definitely feels like they do some thematic stuff that would definitely be for uh, for more mature. But uh, as much like thing, so. as for adults as like Bob's Burgers, not quite as much as that. Maybe um, like there's no language. And it's, it's on Cartoon Network, so you figure like yeah, you take yeah. some of the themes and family dynamics from more mature things, put them into this. Cartoon Network style show. Yeah, that's what you get. It's really cool. I uh, so if you like it, Hulu. There you go. There's I think ninety episodes or something like that on there right now. Here's I'm working my way through. So for Hulu, do you pay for the uh, the no commercial? <sighs> no package. No, I never have. See, I feel like I'm gonna have to go that route. Here's something that's interesting to note I about commercials about Hulu. If you do Good Wife, totally mm-hmm. do the uh, the the yeah. no ads thing. Because like some episodes, it'd be like, why? But then if you're going to watch Steven Universe, kids shows have no commercials. Anyway? Yeah. Interesting. Star vs. the Force of Evil, For no me, it's more, um, so like one, one big selling point mm-hmm. is the fact that Seinfeld, the entire series is on Hulu, yep. not on Netflix. Mm-hmm. My favorite television series ever. Mm-hmm. I would watch that all the freaking time yep. if I had, like if it was available digitally yeah. in some way. Yeah. Um, rather than watching it on DVDs. Mm-hmm. So that's a large selling point for me. I don't want my Seinfeld interrupted by ads all the time. Yeah. So the way I stand on the ads, like that was a weird thing that I always, I always have had this problem with Hulu where it's like, I'm paying for my subscription, Yeah. but I also have to watch ads. Yeah. Like that feels really strange. Like you're selling essentially, and they, you know, they use obviously like your search, whatever, um, like whatever you've been looking up. Like there's been times where it's like a Disney commercial. I'm like, Obviously, this is geared towards Catherine and I. You know, it's like we're Googling Disney stuff constantly and that yeah. sort of thing. But like sometimes like one will pop up and I'm like, did you Google? And she'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, dang it. <laughs> so um, like whenever we went to Vegas and like we came back from Vegas or whatever, we had been like researching, booking things out in Vegas. And it was like giving us Las Vegas commercials for a while. Gosh. And it's like – and so like I feel like I probably – want would want to upgrade but like we just never we've all like since Hulu before they had the whole ad free experience like yeah. you pay more for that we've just been on that same tier well, and so we've just thing. never I mean, spent the money to upgrade I it. remember Hulu back in the day when it was like completely free yeah like uh whenever uh, I was watching um or there was at least a free option yeah uh whenever I was watching Battlestar Galactica live that's right I would go up to the uh the school um Man. the school library and watch the latest Battlestar Galactica episode yeah I would try to get into the right, like the only corner of my uh, my room where the neighbor's yeah. internet would come through. <laughs> What's fu- I mean, I, I I know like we were like poor college kids, you know, no one has any money, but like I'm like, man, why did we not pay for freaking Dude, internet? I don't know, like, and I don't understand. Like, we went through four years of college, yeah, with no internet at our house, no where internet. we would have to go to the school Always to check our email. Always going up there, or get into my closet or something like that and like and check it there but it's that was so inconvenient why didn't we just pay the money chris between the two of us like we would have split it that and then we basically shared your laptop for like the longest time till i till i got my own laptop which is uh which crushingly yeah was stolen from me Uh and occasionally i will think of a like cool story that i wrote in like creative writing and be like oh man there was this cool story i wonder where that oh wait it's gone stolen in the laptop spirited away it's like no the people Sucks, who stole this man. laptop don't care about that no i mean that thing's probably destroyed i yeah, guarantee no, it's, it's in landfill somewhere uh, yeah it's 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 gone um did i might have, have pass, did it have a password on it it did it did so i mean they I couldn't guess, have even logged in i guess they just wipe it here's the funny thing also Flash the power it. cable 
at the time that they stole it, like You're I was, right. I needed to buy a new power cable for it. So like yep. you couldn't even power the thing. Like it yeah. wouldn't turn on unless you like held the power cord in a, the exact right position. Yeah. And so it's like, it's, I don't know, man. Anyway, I probably have a paper copy of all my, uh, my writing somewhere in that closet in a box, mm. but it's, I mean, whenever I graduated, I just threw everything in a box. Right. All my paper stuff, I was just... Ah, yeah, so like, yeah, I've got Get back. it out of my sight. So a lot of the stuff, like, from earlier years, I kept uh, kind of organized, and then yeah. the last year was just, like, all thrown in a yeah. box. No, I didn't care at all whenever I graduated. No. I like, because, like, yeah, you're right, because I would, I would always, like, oh, this this box is for... Or this these pile is for this year, and yeah. this pile is for the next year. No, I didn't care at the end. I just yeah. threw it all in. Um, so that's my pick of the week. What is your pick of the week, Chris. So this is a rare occasion. I really don't have a pick of the week, except to say <gasps> that this week I am going to the opening of Pandora at Animal Kingdom. What? Yeah, so I'm excited about that. I'll be uh, I'll be back with a report next week. Trip report. Um, in our Wonder Woman episode. Oh, that'll be awesome. Unless I get delayed in my trips. In your and trips travels. and travels and can't plan make on, it back. Plan on flying them back on that day. Oh, so on the day of. Yeah. Okay. Well, it shouldn't. I mean, it's like the summertime, so it's like, what could happen? I mean, it's not going to, you know, not going to snow. True. It's not going to be a blizzard roll into Nashville. True. So, I mean, you probably should And if it does, make we it have bigger problems than uh, not reviewing Wonder Woman. <laughs> That's right, Chris. I probably <laughs> won't even review Wonder Woman if that happens. No, I probably won't. There's an ice will. wizard somewhere. <laughs> That's right. Rolling into town. Ice wizard. Oh man, uh, we'll all question or not, uh, yep. whether or not like the uh, we're under the dome or he's, something. He's yeah. come to fight a Balrog. That's right, fiery beast from below. So Pandora, man, that's gonna be exciting. <laughs> I, uh, I this is a park like okay. Let's lay this out here. Yeah. Um, Avatar. Yes. The movie. Yeah. Decent movie. It's all right. We've it's talked a, about this. It's a good movie. We talked about this. Twenty twenty is whenever the next one's going to come out. But Pandora is supposed to be out. the The way that they supposedly they're uh, they're building the Pandora section of uh, Animal Kingdom is um, it's it's re- like removed from the movies a lot. Where it's like, okay, this the the environment is there, the world is there, but it's not like you're not going to see a uh, what's his face running around. Like you're not going to have like that character. Right. Well, what's um, funny to me is, is the fact that. This isn't even a franchise yet. Why? Right. Because they haven't released a second movie yet. Right. But we're tr- it's already got its own like land and and I think like there was a whenever they originally like whenever they originally decided to do Pandora, they were trying to um, compete with like it felt like they were trying to compete with like Harry Potter world where it was like oh let's find a, a licensed right. franchise world that we can build and it'll be a, a big draw but at the this point you know 10 years after Pan, or Avatar came out originally it's like well how much of a pull how much of a draw is this really going to be so it'll be interesting for you to be there for you to experience it um, it also is giving them a, a reason to leave the parks open at night so like yeah. you'll be able to see it at night which is kind of cool yeah um, I don't know I'm I'm very skeptical about the move of Pandora because I was like, well, there's other continents. If you wanted to put in another area into Animal Kingdom, right? Yeah. yeah. There's other continents that aren't even re- represented, or a- other really cool natural kind of areas that aren't even represented in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. So I was like wondering, well, why not do like an Australia world, right? Or, or like whatever, you know, whatever it would be. Um. So anyway, it'll be interesting for you to come back with a trip report, Chris. I will come back. It's supposed to be some report. of the most futuristic, if they have it available, I'm not sure, like animatronics and things like that. that That's they have cool. In that, that section. That's awesome. Um, I've seen a video and it's 
eerie. Very eerie. I'm going to go home. So, like, basically, that will be happening as you listen to this podcast. Boom. On Saturday. Saturday after. So, you should check out uh, your Twitter. Sure. Or Instagram. Or Instagram with some maybe some live stuff yeah. going on. Chris Wright 250. Some fun videos. Hopefully. I've done a some horrible sweet job of posting on Instagram this year. So, what year was it? I think it was two years ago. You were like, I'm going to post a photo a day or something like that. Didn't happen. It didn't happen. But it was a good I tried, thought. I even tried it for a month and it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the problem. I go, I go to these places. I take lots of pictures. Post zero of them. Yeah, that's that's kind of what, what happens with me sometimes too. Where like I, even the other day, where like I, uh, I for for Mother's Day or whatever, I, I had I took a photo yeah. with mom or whatever. Yeah, and I didn't put, and I was like, well, I want to I want to post this because I want it in my feed because I want to remember, you know, whenever we went and hung out with her or whatever. Yeah. So I went and posted it like the day after. <laughs> it was just like okay. The last oh, I guess I, I did I did some photos for. Uh, May the 4th. Yep, that's right. Before that, but that was even photos from whenever we were at Hollywood Studios two years before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I really oversaturated those photos. It's okay. They look great. Okay. Well, you can't undersaturate your, that hat, Chris. That's true. That hat needs to be oversaturated. Look how, look how rosy my, my skin is. Yeah, but I mean, that might have been how rosy your skin was. It was very cold. It was very cold. It was cold. You're, you might have been windburned from the races. Before that, though. My last post was from March 6th of San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, so this is where you get into the whole like, oh, people only post whenever they do cool things, and so everyone thinks that their lives are boring. I haven't even posted, look, but this is the thing, I haven't even posted a shot of me with the uh, the Golden Gate Bridge. Dude, why not? I don't know. That's my. To. That's why I'm, this is the kind of stuff to. I'm talking about, dude. Yeah, I mean, and I'm the same, I'm just as bad, like, we're like, it'll be like, oh, I, I took this photo, yeah, I think my last photo before the last one, oh, I posted that weekend. Yeah, I posted from a ride that weekend. But the right before that was uh, Free Comic Book Day. And before that was Record Store Day. So that was like a couple weeks. I have photos of the Alamo I haven't Dude, posted. you need to post all of these. Like, you know, Throwback Thursday? That's why that in, is invented. That's why that exists. And Flashback Friday. Flashback Friday. I mean, yeah. You, there's two days per week that you're allowed by social convention to post old photos. So you just need to, you need to do it. You know what you can do as well in Instagram these days? Fun factoid for anyone listening. You can create drafts. So like if you go to start a post and write everything about it, tag it, put the, the location data in there and everything, right? In then Instagram? back Then back out of it, it will save all of that information as a draft. In and Instagram? Th- in Instagram. What? And then so like if I pull up my, uh, my thing, I have different drafts down here that I can just go ahead and post right now. Um, yeah. So it'll save them as drafts, which is cool. That's amazing. And so you can just kind of like save them with with all of the information that you need for later and not even not even worry about it. An awesome picture of our friend John Raby? Yeah, that's an awesome picture of him. That's great. Is that in portrait mode on that phone? That is. That's cool. I like yeah, portrait mode on It makes that everything phone. look good. It's fun. Well, that's an awesome pick of the week, dude. I'm I'm hoping you're having fun. Um and I uh, hope you made it to Pandora because that's literally like that's a great picture. Photo I put, took out your back door? Yeah, why don't you post that picture? <laughs> that's my sunset, dude. I know. That's the sunset from my house. I know. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, you should save all those as drafts. Start creating posts, writing up things, like, and tag them. Throwback Thursday, Flashback Friday. This is the photo you took. I took a photo on your phone? Oh, of you guys. Yeah. Did you post that? No. Why did you post that? 
No idea. It's like the the quintessential Easter photo. Did I post I, the one that you took of us? I caught Boomer trying to pack herself in my suitcase. I mean, you need to post that one this time, Chris. <laughs> you need to post that one and be like, oh, somebody's trying to come to Orlando to with, come me. with me. You know? I mean, she'll get in there again for I sure. I mean, of course. It'll, it... I can just take the same photo again. <laughs> And it won't be a lie. <laughs> yeah, it won't. No, it definitely won't be a lie. It won't be a fabrication. She'll she'll be doing it. Oh man, awesome. Well, that's a great pick of the week, Chris. I hope you're having fun. Hope you've uh, hope you've taken lots of photos that you're never going to share with anyone. I have. And <laughs> we'll get a trip report next week. Dead men tell no tales. That's true. That's very right. You know. So, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. It's back. It's back. I'm going to sum this up in three sentences. What? Well, this is going to be a short podcast. Well, <laughs> hang on. I had it in my head right before we, we pressed record. Oh, no. What, what are these three sentences, man? I don't know three sentences. Okay. Just three thoughts? You mean doing bullet points here? Three kind of thoughts. Okay. So I we're doing, doing some, like, yeah. overall bullet points. It's... Just as much of a mess as every other Pirates movie, except for the first one. Okay. That's point one. Point two. <laughs> point two. I'm trying to remember point two. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were pausing for dramatic, like, effect. That as well. Yeah. <laughs> also helps me regain my thoughts. Um, just as much of a mess. It... Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna say just as much of a mess as the other ones. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, this is it. Pays off. Yeah. Okay. And if you've liked any of the other pirates movies, you owe it to yourself to see this movie. Okay, so those are the three thoughts. So, it's it's just as much of a mess. Uh huh. It pays off. Uh huh. And if you've seen the other movies and enjoyed them, yes, you need to see this one. Exactly. I echo those thoughts um, in a lot of ways. Like in throughout this movie, um, like going into it, I had no idea what to expect. It was like you mentioned on the podcast like two weeks ago, I guess at this point for the listeners, um, that something with an ending of the fourth one or something. And I didn't remember it. For the life of me, I could not remember like, I remember someone being giant, but I couldn't remember why. That was the third one. Okay, so yeah. But then going into this one, I was just like, I don't know. Who knows what's going to carry over from those other movies? Who knows what, like, how this is going to go? Is it a soft reboot? Like, what, you know, whatever it is. And I was pleasantly surprised by the fact that, like, there are things that pay off in surprising ways. Yeah. Um, and very, like, as a, as a Pirates of the Caribbean fan, um, very cool. Very cool things. Supposedly, this is supposed to be the last one. Really? Yeah, that's how they've marketed it as the final journey. I mean, it makes sense. I kind of wish it wasn't, but it makes sense. Really? I mean, so here's the thing. Um, the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah. Near perfect film. Yeah, I I struggle to think of anything that I would change about that movie. I don't think I would change Correct. anything about it. Um and then we got into where you're talking about like the mess, like where you got into, you know, the second one, the third one, the fourth one, and now this one. And so I think like as a standalone movie, the first Pirates movie is 
still one of the best movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as a franchise, it just kind of fell off a cliff from there. Yeah. Um, but I still liked it because it's pirates and who doesn't like pirates and the music, especially in the third one. Um, the music from Hans Zimmer was like that soundtrack. I listened to that soundtrack so much. Oh yeah. For and, sure. uh, probably the best soundtrack of all the movies. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, this is a, this is a fitting end and potentially like a good beginning to some other things. So, I mean, I, if they, they could keep going on and I would be okay with it. Um, and we'll get into some of the reasons why in the spoiler section. Um, but then, I can see it totally being like a good payoff to everything we have done before, um, especially second movie on. Um, yeah, that's that's basically the same thoughts that I have on it, Chris. Um, the music in this movie, not done by Hans Zimmer, um, but it was it was substantially like good. Like I, I enjoyed the music in it um, all the way throughout. Nothing as epic or as as, as wild as like the uh, the. Um, up, up is down uh, moment, or oh, yeah. upside down moment, in, oh, man. It, like where you're, you know, tipping the boat, that sort yeah. of thing in uh, in the third movie. Yeah, um, nothing as great as that, but uh, it had some really cool new themes. Yeah, they uh, did some emotional things where they were toying around with some of the themes all the way throughout, and which has some some solid payoffs, uh, you know, in the movie, yeah. and where it's like, oh man, there's that theme again, you know, and it's like. I know this. I yeah. remember this moment. So, th- like those things are very cool within it, um, as from a music perspective. Well, and, and seeing cl- the classic characters are back. Jack's back. His yeah, cr- certain members of his crew's back. Um, pirates that we know and love are back. I actually like the idea. Like we didn't have everyone. Like we wasn't like yeah. a let's get everybody. I, I like the, it was like the third everyone. and fourth people were. Yeah, yeah. It was um, almost everyone, but it wasn't everyone. Yeah, and they kind of mitigated some of those roles to kind of like side roles, and and they rather than in some of the the uh, like especially I think the fourth one like where they had like lots of jokes. Like almost every single character had to have their like highlight moment yeah. where it almost was like winking at the fact that it had happened before. Like, I think he had some of the similar uh, discussions with uh, two characters who were actually in this one, Gibbs and, uh, and, and uh, the other character, his Gibbs and the, the, his friend. Like, they had that whole conversation exchange in the fourth one that was similar to the first movie. Yeah. And it's like they were winking at it almost. And they didn't have that, that type of throwbacks and, like, you know, kind of throwaway yeah, moments. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that's what I would say. Like, you know, so... It was a mess from a story standpoint and from like just a consistent character consistency standpoint. Right. Um, but yeah, like the, one of the things that I, I hated in the second, third, and fourth movies was like, okay, and, and they even had it here, but we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Like, was the literal basically just rehashing of the same, not even, not just jokes, but then in the way they were delivered. Yeah, the same, like the same, it was like, well, if. If we're gonna do the same thing that we did in the first one, why don't I just watch the first one again? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and and there were some things that like made me think of the first one. I, I liked all that kind of stuff. We'll yeah. talk about it later. Um, but it wasn't like super heavy handed. It didn't feel like you know. It right. wasn't. It wasn't Star Wars Episode Seven level. Hey, there's another larger, bigger Death Star kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, and that's the uh, that's something that I, I liked about this one. Like you said, from a from a plot standpoint, there was a lot going on at a yeah. lot of times, and I think from a plotting. Standpoint, standpoint like there are a lot of comparisons you can make to the first movie and to uh you know where um for example 
there are three things going on at a certain time and they're all kind of three things that you can compare directly to things that happen in the first movie. We're like, Oh, those three type of same general things are going on. Um, and so that was interesting. They weren't nearly as well delivered as, uh, as they could have been and, and nearly as well, like edited as they could have been. Like there were some confusing kind of moments here and there where, uh, how do you track from this spot to another, that sort of thing. So, but fun, this is fun, but still, this was a really fun, like piratey romp, agreed. You know, like it, you know, definitely it's a popcorn movie. Like it was a lot of fun. There wasn't a, like a moment where I was like, man, you know, this is really dragging. No, not it, at it, all. It is, it is a longer movie. Um, but so was every other one. Yeah, it didn't feel that long though. Like you said, like I think I think the pacing on it, like they kept the energy level up, and even whenever there was like a down moment, it didn't. It was it was good things. It was like information that you needed yeah. to know or character development that that you needed. I think toward um, the end it kind of dragged a little for maybe. me. Maybe not at the very end, but like leading up to the the final act. Yeah, kind of dragged. We we're just kind of like okay, you I know, can see that. Like we've made like three different transitions here. Yeah, and we already knew what was like. There was so much of like the we know where we're going already, mm-hmm. so maybe we should just get there. Yeah, but um, but yeah, uh, definitely worth your time if you're a fan of the other movies. Agreed. Um, and, and the thing is, who wasn't a fan of pirates at one time or other? That's right. I remember, like the funny thing is, I remember we saw the first one. Didn't we see it on your birthday? We did. We were sitting like front row or something like yeah. that. Um, and, uh, we, we, like, this is, I mean, when, when was that? 90, <sighs> you could drive. And so I think it was probably like, it was, it was probably around 2000, that time. 2003. Yeah. Um, and so we saw that on your birthday and I remember going to the midnight or not. Yeah, it would have been midnight opening. I don't know if was it, it was like late. I, in I think the day? it was like a later in the day kind of showing where like we went and it was, uh, cause it was packed and we didn't expect it to be packed. Well, was, yeah. So like the, the, uh, or not talking about the first one, I'm talking about the, uh, the, the on no not on stranger tides the dead man's chest the second one okay like we went to the like it was oh. either midnight showing or like yeah. late you know eight o'clock right. showing or something like nine o'clock showing maybe I think they used to do some of those um and like we stood in line for that one and all that kind of stuff and then I remember showing up to the third movie mm-hmm. and for that same showing yeah no one in line yeah nobody was there. Because like the second one had just thrown everybody off so much. Yeah, everyone was like, "What?" Yeah, and then like the the fourth one, I I I think I saw it opening weekend, but it wasn't like we totally saw it opening weekend. It wasn't a priority. I don't no. think it was kind of one of those like, "Oh, they're doing another pirates movie." Really? Okay, guess we'll go see it. So we saw it. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing it early because I didn't want to like. I was like, "Oh, I'm, I like the pirates of the Caribbean movies," but um, yeah, the the hullabaloo about any of the the previous movies. I guess they dropped off drastically at three yeah. and then probably four as well. And yeah. then this one, it seemed like there was a lot of people that were excited. Um, yeah. we were, we went to a, a press screening of it though. So you would ex- expect kind of the, the ultra fans right. to kind of come out to this movie. Uh, yeah. During and, this. Well, and it was one of those, it was one of those screenings that they're like, Hey, vote to bring this pre-screen to your town. That's right. So, you know, so these are, these are all like people who were super pumped about it. People who are invested in, in the success of this specific screening. So we'll see how it does. Like yeah. whenever it officially comes out, um, but I say, go see it, man. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, it, you know, it's, it's a good, uh, it's a good piece of the pirate trilogy. And this is the, this is the thing. Like we talk, we talk all the time about how like, you know, inconsistent the franchise is or how like just ridiculous it is and how all over the place the story is and the plots. But like, honestly, there's four of them now besides the first one, and they're all that way. And I'm kind of like, well, that's the franchise. Yeah. Like, the franchise is not the first one. You yeah. Know, that's, fi- that's like the best one. Yeah. Um, but 
as far, tonally and as far as the 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 feel goes and how mm. like how it plays out like it's no longer you know like with the second one it's like well the first one like that's kind of it it yeah with the third one's kind of like well you know cool but the first one's still it and fourth and fifth the one now i'm like okay well this is the thing yeah this, this is, is where it is. it is this is what it is i yeah. remember so i mean similar things to like whenever uh you meet someone and who only likes the first Star Wars movie, like so right. A New Hope. Like, where it's like, that's the only one that was any good. And uh, it's the only one that I stand by. And it's like, well, at some point, the rest of this outweighs that one where it's like, this is this yeah. is Star Wars, not the, just that, that the first The argument one. that I never get is whenever people like don't like Return of the Jedi. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, there are purists that only like A New Hope. And I'm like, Empire? And they're like, no, no, not really. And it's like, what? How? Yeah, I feel like most people like Empire. Yeah. But like, yeah, like starting at, with after Empire, mm-hmm. with Return of the Jedi and then the prequels. Yeah, like it all falls. Think- like, it all just like... Falls apart. Yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh. And it's like, why? I I I love Star Wars. I I love I love all of it. Like there are elements of it that I'm like "Eh," about the prequels or whatever. But it's like they're good movies. And so like at some point, the franchise is larger. Is the the larger portion of these movies not just the one that you're clinging to? You know that sort of thing. So with this one in particular, yeah, it's the same way. I love so some. I say go see it unless you haven't seen the other pirates movies. And unless you didn't like the uh, two yeah, I mean, through four, yeah, if you just well, I mean, yeah, true. Like, I mean, you're, if you hated two and had no fun with it, you're just yeah. like, man, I never want to see another Pirates movie like that again. Yeah, then yeah, don't go see it. Um, There's this is not this is not like a return think, to like, the first one. You, you can know? you cannot have seen the fourth one. Yeah. and still understand. And honestly, like, absolutely, you could, you could probably understand some things if you hadn't seen. The second and third, it would be really hard, though. Yeah, there would be a, a few it things about it would, like it wouldn't pay off. Yeah, it wouldn't pay off as much. Um, and so, like, that's what I would say is like, hey, if you're going into this thing where it's like, hey, do I just go see this movie? Is it a fun movie for just a random you know yeah. person? To, probably not for you. But if you are a fan of the franchise and you've seen and enjoy at least a little bit of two through you know two and three, yeah, I'll say that. Um, then. You can. You know, this is a definitely go see. I will say the action in this thing. There are some major oh, big yeah. set pieces. There's especially there's one early on that I was just like, this is ridiculous and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so not there, as many sword fights. There's not as many sword fights. Um. But it is a lot of like big set piece kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Epic level kind of fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The graphics uh, CG was really good as well. This franchise is always like from the first one. I remember we walked out of that first uh, first some, showing. There's some bad CG in this. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Here and there. Yeah. Well, we, we can talk about it, but there's yeah. some terrible CG parts. <laughs> but I remember the first one, somebody being like, that was the best CG I've ever seen yeah, or yeah. whatever. And it was, it, it's, it's awesome. I, I, the franchise being about that is kind of cool too. So yeah. um, there's some good stuff in this. Like I said, there's a couple of things where you're like, ah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, if you enjoy the universe, like it, it just gets bigger. That's right. And, um, you know, like I've always enjoyed the, the idea of the universe a lot more than the movies sometimes. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's almost the same here where it's like, this is just a, a cool, like wild universe. Yeah. And, uh, I, I like it. I like the ideas behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, uh, I think we're winding down on the spoiler clock at this That's point. That's true. So true. we're about to spoil this thing. So if, you care at all about being spoiled on Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, there's the right name, <laughs> then turn it off in four, three, two, 
one, throw out a spoiler. Orlando Bloom is no longer on the tide to the Flying Dutchman. <gasps> Dude, my goodness, that ending. Okay, so let's just start start with the big the big thing, the ending. Best payoff. It's pay like this is this is this is like the payoff you've been waiting for for ten years. This was a fun movie up until that point. It had a lot of problems, but it was a fun movie up until that point. Yeah. But then like that one thing, like it's like. Literally yep. almost anything could have happened to get us to that point. Yep. And then you make like you give me that. Well, this is the and thing. I am good. I I <laughs> I didn't like look at IMDb before this. Which yeah, I mean not to. So like I like at the beginning you kind of know. Hey, well the goal is to get Orlando Bloom back back on shore. Yeah. But I really didn't even think till the end. I was like. Man, is that like they're are they gonna bring Kira Knightley back? Yeah, is Elizabeth it, Swan gonna be a thing here? And I almost didn't think that was gonna happen. Yeah, I didn't either. And then all of a sudden it happens. Yeah, and I'm just crying. Yeah, it's like I was weeping. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my, oh my. Like, yeah, dude. It's and it's like it got progressively they, they start, more they start emotional. They bringing their themes back in oh, the music, man. And it's just like, holy cow! That's the one payoff. Like they had hinted at that theme, uh, their love theme, um, a couple of times, like throughout the the movie here and there. But then, in it never really like fully materialized musically until that moment. And that was one of those perfect uh, orchestration things where it's like, well. We're going to give you a taste of it here and there, yeah. but we're not going to fully give it to you until right. there. And that was the right call because, again, weeping in the uh, in the theater, I was like, oh, yeah. it's, it's amazing, dude. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect uh, expect uh, Keira Knightley uh, to come back and over that hill. At first, like whenever she started coming over the hill, I was like, wait, did they tear footage? Because it's almost exactly the same kind of look and shot as the third movie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, is this just like a uh, one of the, the cuts that didn't make it into the movie of her walking over that hill mm-hmm. and like seeing him? But no, like this. And she like hugs him and he hugs her and it's like, no, this is totally new. This yeah. is good stuff. Um, I, I was so happy with that. Dude. I know I was too. We could have gotten like anything, almost anything could have happened. It could have been a, you know, completely different movie, but then it, as long as it reasonably gets back to that moment, yeah. I would have been totally good. With it. Well, and that's the thing. Like we've been waiting. Like, so it's not even like we've been waiting for that moment. It was kind of like that they, you know, they got separated and that whole thing went down yeah. at the end of the, the, the third one. Yeah, and it's a tragic two, end. Back in 2007. Yeah. So, and and literally for years, 10 years, we've been living with the fact that like, well, you know, he's just tied to the Flying Dutchman and you know, she's, you know, on her own except for once a year when he can come ashore. Yeah. And uh, it's a heartbreaking story. Uh, a heartbreaking story. And the, but then to go back and like, and I, I don't know that anybody is ever like super happy with that story. Like the fact that, well, that just sucks. You yeah. Know? The like, ending was just, it's like, oh man. And that's, and that's one of those things where it's like, you know, they, the, this was different writers uh, than the, the other movies. Yeah. Uh, but the, the original writers, like they hadn't even finished the script for the, the, the second and third one before they started shooting them. And it's like yeah. they were just writing as they went. I'm like, that's the worst way to make a movie. Yeah. Um, Especially a movie that like pays off and like has good character arcs to it. And like, yeah. cause like it feels like those characters were left kind of hanging. It's, it's a really tragic story. I think about the line uh, from, it was a Dave Filoni interview where he talked about in rebels where he's like, well, what, you know, I always ask myself, what kind of story are we tr- telling? You know, what kind of story is this with star Wars? Is this, is it a, you know, and he was talking about specifically one character who was, uh, he was like, do we punish him for doing the right thing? And he's like, no, we write him out of that situation where he like it's it, it's a good thing that happens um, to him because of 
because of what he, his actions. And so like in this specific thing, it's like, well, what kind of story did they want to tell at the end of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise? Yeah. Is it this heartbreaking, heart-wrenching story where these two people who are deeply, deeply in love with each other from the beginning, from beat one of the, uh, of the original movie of, mm-hmm. of Pirates of the Caribbean um, one, and then you separate them and they're for all eternity, they're going to be separated. And it's like, that's, that seems like a really sad, dark story to leave it at. And so I'm really happy we got back around to this point. Didn't expect it at all. Um, I expected, you know, him to, him to be freed and, and him to, to basically hug his son, you know, at the end, but then you double down on that. You're like, Oh, Elizabeth Swan is back and, uh, and that sort of thing. So, yeah. So that moment, such a good payoff, dude. Such a good payoff. Um, as far as like the 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 uh, the franchise as a whole, uh, this is being marketed as the final film in the franchise. But let's remember, At World's End was also marketed as the final film in the film in the franchise. Mm-hmm. So who knows? They, they 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 also have that like after credit sequence that I'm like, what is like is Davy Jones back? Like well, I don't even remember what, what happened to Davy Jones. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, you know that like I mean, Orlando Bloom took over his his his. Post. Post. Yeah, but did he die? I don't know. That's a good question. Didn't he die? Didn't we like stab him in the heart? I thought we did. Like, because that was the thing. His heart was in the uh, was in the the chest, and yeah. so we killed him. And, well, I, and I think like the the, the larger kind of like I- issue is the fact that like okay, well if and these are the kind of inconsistencies that I'm just kind of like whatever. Um, if we if we've you know uh, destroyed the trident and it, right. and it breaks every curse on the sea. Yep. Well, then why you know. Why is why is some kind of Davy Jones looking character about there? This is a good a good thing. And I, if they just le- leave it at that, like the post credit sequenceness of it, yeah, is like you know you think about what um, Will has had to go through, yeah, and maybe it's just his brain, like his him going crazy. But it's like <laughs> on the floor there, we saw like the water and like the the little like, like trinkets, I guess. Yeah. I well, know. I think it was, uh, was it the barnacles or whatever that uh, grow yeah, on maybe. them? So, I mean, like there's gotta be something to it, but yeah. I don't know, man, it's, it, you're right. That does feel kind of strange. And that's why I was wondering like, if this was going to be launching back into, we've got the core cast back. We're well, like Orlando so, Bloom. And, so I was just looking and, back. Uh, and, and, and yeah, I mean, apparently Orlando Bloom has said in some interviews of this, uh, serves as a soft reboot of the franchise but what does that even mean i don't know like moving forward is he going to come back with kiera and be in the next movie or is it going to like if it continues is it going to be all about him and johnny henry and uh karina interesting yeah because like and that's the other thing we set up um karina barbosa a very uh, yeah uh, which was a great twist i loved i loved that uh that storyline with her and him like that was a very cool thing the love story between her and and henry didn't feel right to me i wasn't ever really on board. yeah it it felt forced like even their conversation they're like uh whenever they're like they're kind of just like egging each other on and it's like this witty banter you're just kind of like okay i don't i don't buy this at all yeah and like that was part of the thing about uh will turner and elizabeth that like you you bought from the beginning because they'd spent their entire lives like in the same town they grew up together like they they had reason to uh each other yeah like they were friends for a really long time and so you, you can tell from the beginning that will likes her yeah and so like you were invested whereas like uh in this one karina literally meets him in the movie and yeah. so we spend the entirety of their their short relationship with them and it's like well i just don't buy it i don't buy the i don't buy the the chemistry i don't buy the history and i almost wonder like it it feels like they were like well we have to have a love story so let's let's make this it and whereas if if 
you remove the like uh, the love aspect of it, where it's like, hey, they were just like friends. The banter would work a little bit better if they were like if they were just like you know at odds with each other a few times here yeah. and there. Like it would work better. Like, but you have to force a kind of romantic kind of a uh, a, a shell onto their relationship, and it just didn't didn't like pay off. It didn't yeah. sell me. It didn't. I never believed it. So. Agreed. Um, but yeah, I did like I I did like a lot of the things about that like the other storylines that their characters had going on with her being uh Barbosa's son or daughter and him being, you know, Will Turner's uh son as well. Like I loved those aspects. The parental kind of relationships and uh and things that we had going on um were very cool. Yeah. Um the things I liked like that kind of related to the the first movie. Um like the whole like they they extended and and kind of like played on and the first movie, whenever Jack Sparrow would get saved right before he gets hanged, that's right. Uh, and that whole scene was amazing. Yeah, like whenever like the the blade on the gu- guillotine, yeah. like keeps like getting real close to his his neck <laughs> oh, and he's spinning around, and then you know like dude, and his like the way he plays that character in those moments, like with his yes. facial expressions, like you can't see any other part of his body. Like you think about Jack Sparrow and you think about the weird movements and you think about his arms and things, but like his facial expressions are on point yes. in that that scene. Um, I also love that they're like, yeah, there's this new French invention. <laughs> yeah, there's a new French invention. <laughs> and they, they let him choose like what he wanted. <laughs> and, uh, that, that whole sequence was really fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, and the, the rescue was super fun. It was just like, okay, this is, this is crazy. Um, I, I, I enjoy – like, so this is the thing. Like, some of the stuff that I kind of like s- – that break character, I'm just kind of like, okay, like why? Yeah. Like whenever he gives away his uh, – his compass for a drink. I'm like, Jack would never do that. Yeah. He's been, like, he why tried would Jack to do that? like immediately try. Like he loves that compass. Like that's his, his thing. Yeah. I, I thought about the same thing where I was like, wait, we're usually like, we're breaking his character. Like what his character's always done. And we didn't do enough to show him at the end of his, at the end of his rope or at the, you know, the bottom of, uh, at the bottom of the pit. Right. Like, cause you think about, Oh, well in your moment of, of desperation, maybe he gives this away or whatever. Right. But it's, you know, just for the just for the drink, and we didn't show his desperation nearly that much because he just had like a a semi successful heist. Right. You know, it's like, well, sure, we didn't end up with any money, but we have this. We actually stole the safe. Yeah. So it's yeah, I I, uh, I thought that was a very strange thing to just kind of throw in there and and to use as catalyst for the entirety of the rest of the movie, basically. Especially since he was warned whenever he was given the the compass. You know, hey, this don't ever don't ever uh, what did it say? Don't ever turn your back on it or something like that or don't ever uh, give it remember. up. Or yeah, yeah I, can't, I can't remember the exact phrasing, but yeah, it's like basically there's a warning around the, the compass. But like, yeah, th- I thought that was a very strange thing. And sure, he loves the rum. Yeah. So that is consistent. True. But it's like we hadn't shown him not having rum right. for very long. He literally had just like woken up in the safe right. <laughs> from what appears to be a, a rum binge. With rum. Yeah, he had rum, <laughs> and so like I don't know. Like I said, the if we had shown more of like the uh, the desperation that he would have to go through, like being at the the absolute bottom. Yeah. Um, no then, ship, no crew, no rum. Right, and so then maybe we would believe it a little bit more, where it's like ah, but we didn't see much of that. He was still in the 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 ah, I don't care at all, you know, kind yeah. of phase and stuff. So um, yeah, it didn't sell me quite on the on that. Something else that I found was interesting and strange about the movie. Some things that were similar to the first uh, movie. They tried to orchestrate. The the whole there's something there's these enemies that are magical 
out yeah. there. There is the core group of characters, which is uh, A. Turner and Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, then we have the people who are chasing them. The, mm. the, the British. Yeah. The, the, the Redcoats. Yeah, the, the British royals people. Like, so the, that aspect of we had those thing moving parts. We had all the right moving parts here. Yeah. But then how they dealt with them and then how the, especially one tier of that ended up felt very strange to me. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, part of it is, and I mean, they did a little bit of it, but like a lot of it's pacing, you know, for me, it's, it's always pacing. It's like, you know, you think about the first one, like there's some times when it's just like, well, there's chilling on the ship Mm. and talking and have a conversation. You just kind of like let it die. And then there's something creepy that kind of sneaks up on you, you know, like, uh, you flash this, over to Elizabeth at the uh, and Barboza, you know. Yeah, with this, it was it like just happened so fast. But at the same time, the movie's so long; mm. they're trying to cram so much in. You know, it would it would have been better if they'd pared it down, made it a more focused kind of movie. Mm. Um, hadn't tried to do those just like outrageous things, like and even things like I love the you know the the fact that the sea splits and all kind of stuff. Oh, but just like even some That's of cool. the the execution of that is just like okay, like this is just out of control right now. <laughs> yeah, and so then the end that I guess his name Scarfield comes to uh played by David Winham who was in uh like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Um like the the end that his character comes to is so unsatisfying mm-hmm. where like it's essentially oh we have these two people who are chasing you, these two bad guys that are chasing you yeah. and then one of those bad guys takes out the other bad guy. Yeah, kind of makes it kind of pointless. Yeah, it was like well, what was the what was the point? We just I don't know. It was like that. That whole arm of the uh, of this movie specifically felt like it was wasn't executed in the best way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, the fast edits between the things because I, I think like you said in the first one it felt like there was longer things. This one it felt like we were cutting. We were like, oh, and this is happening simultaneously with this, and this mm-hmm. is this, this. And it, so I, it's just kind of two different styles. Interesting. Yeah, two two different styles for sure. Um, at the same time, I like the scope of it. You know, Agreed. like man. Just some of the ideas that they've always had to this stuff, you know, it's just like this is so cool. Like, you know, like in the third one, we talk about the green flash and the boat's upside down in the water and goes to this crazy place. The end of the earth. And yeah, the, yes. Um, and then uh, with this one, they get that island that's like this map of the sky, and that's like so that's cool. so cool. I mean, all of it's so cool. Poseidon, like the reason oh, that yeah, there's Poseidon. like the, Poseidon's uh, trident is holding the magic in the universe together, the and that's ocean. why all of these things are happening. You know, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, like things like the, uh, um, where Javier Bardem and the, uh, his crew were, were all trapped. Yeah. Um, I forget what they called it, but like that was, uh, that whole idea of that's pretty cool. Yeah. And um, it's like, and that was left relatively unexplained, which I appreciated where it's like, well, yeah. this is just magic. Deal with it. Folks, Javier you know? Bardem did amazing. Like yeah. he's just, he's just such a great actor and he's a, he's a great villain. Um, uh, so good. Um, yeah. Captain Salazar. Yeah, Captain Salazar. Dude, so good. And like from the beginning, he's really good. Oh, yeah. Um, another shout out to Jeffrey Rush. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. As uh, Barbosa. Man. And, so I, good. and I liked the kind of the, the character progression on all of them. Like um, Barbosa basically having amassed all this wealth because he has this huge fleet. Now, I thought that mm-hmm. that was torn apart pretty quickly. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm like, man, why did you? I guess, I mean, he, it was like a more of a preemptive, hey, I'm going to like. Keep keep my wealth from getting taken by preemptively going after um, Salazar, but it's like, man. Yeah, I, that's how I took it. But, but yeah, you're right. Like you, he took out a couple of ships or whatever, and it's yeah. like, well, well, and then at the end, it's kind of like, okay, I'm just a pirate, and I'm kind of greedy, and I'm going to go for this trident myself. And I'm like, like, 
okay, I guess that's that's totally a Barbosa thing to do, you know, to double cross and like you know get whatever he can for himself. But it's you know, that's definitely like it's it's within his character to do that to 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 double cross the Salazar and things like that. Um, it almost seems like yeah that that uh. I don't know. You're right. Cause then that whole Island, like whenever they were on that Island mm-hmm. and with the, the wedding thing, and while that was funny and everything, it felt like a complete kind of aside right. from well, the rest. This, and this is the thing that's confusing. Um, Karina is following her father's instructions. Who was Barbosa. Yep. He has this, this tattoo of the, of the stars. Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't been here before. Yeah, so the way I took that was that he got the tattoo because he gave her the book, and so the the and named her after one of the stars, the yeah. brightest of those stars. Right, and the so North like Star. so the tattoo was representative of her, like that he he was you know remembering her, taking her with him on his hmm. travels or whatever. Um, and so like that's how I took the tattoo, but him like he never intended for her to follow this journal well, or do and, any and, of and that. He stole the journal. He admitted he stole the journal. Yeah, and with with the ruby. Um, <laughs> yep. So I, you know, like it's just like he's just a web of, web of storylines. Yeah, and and follow. that it's very confusing, like because a lot of times it is is rather than shown, it is told. So yeah, and that's and that's another thing I didn't like. So what's interesting, like we've always not always we've had often we've often had uh, flashbacks in the franchise. First right. scene of the entire franchise is a flashback. That's right. Um, and this movie started with a flashback. Fine that's with right. that. I don't remember having a flashback in the middle of the movie before. And we did in this one where we show, show young Jack Sparrow and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah. Okay, that's a little weird. Um, yeah. Whenever he was telling the Salazar was telling the story. Uh huh. That's, that's, that was an interesting look. Like as far as the CG looking strange, like, I don't know, like that looked okay. Well, and, I this, guess. and this is the thing that, this is the kind of the thing I have against it is like the thing I like about Jack Sparrow and I've always liked about, about Jack Sparrow is that there's all these stories surrounding Jack Sparrow mm-hmm. and well, we all know that they're embellished and they may not represent the actual, like actually what happened, but like, I don't really want to know or didn't really want to know how did Captain Jack Sparrow become a captain? And how did he get his name? And how did he get his name? Yeah, like it's yeah. just kind of like you know, just like let it be this mystery. Like Jack Sparrow with mystery surrounding him is much better than Jack Sparrow, like where we know everything. Yeah, you think about like it's the lost kind of aspect of things. Like where it's like, oh, don't don't tell anybody, but it's like right. we, we told a lot. I mean, it's, it's the whole like it's the whole thing in the first movie where he was like, you know, I. Uh, you know, he he lassoed some sea turtles and yep. lashed himself to a couple of sea turtles. Yeah, and used the hair on his back to get off this. I, well, no, actually, it was some rum runners. Yeah, and who picked him up? Yeah, but still, like, it's it's it's, the, it's that kind of thing where it's like I didn't need that was a story that didn't need telling. Yeah, in order for me to enjoy the movie, and that's and that's my my I guess my biggest problem with the way that they presented this. It's like there was way too much just explaining and. Talking heads, or I'm just going to tell you a story. It's like that kind of stuff was in the series before, um, but it was always like within the context of something else happening. Yeah, and it was never in a like because the only reason that that was like if you remove the flashback, like the yeah. you would just have a story that Salazar was telling. So it's it is still despite the fact that you're being shown something. Yeah, it still is a tell not show oh, thing. Yeah, and I'd rather just hear you know Javier Bardem say tell the story. Yeah, and let it kind of like exist in this in your mind yeah like with some mystery surrounding it yeah i i agree i mean that's that's an interesting point and it literally just seems like this is hey let's show off how young we can make yeah 
and then an expedition it's like in the frame of like an exposition dump where yeah. it's just like here's a bunch of information yep. where it's like you could tell a that story in a very consistent way right. through Salazar telling it slow zoom in on his face and then and there's just some, there cool. was just some sloppy stuff you know like after that even whenever um, man what was it there was something that Karina said and she basically was like you know we have to do this in order to blah 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 I'm like okay we know that like, yeah stop it yeah stop telling there, me this there was a lot of especially in that later on like you mentioned earlier that it took a long time to get to, to the final like to, to the actual tridents like down to the floor uh, thing I like we knew where we were going as soon as we got in the boats and we had these three people chasing after it like we knew what was going to happen as soon as Barbosa said we're going to double cross uh, Salazar we're going to take the black pearl and we're going to go and find the trident right we knew what was going to happen we knew where we were going and they continuously told us and continuously tried to make it some sort of a mystery about the stars or the mystery about like where the island is and this stuff. And like I could have done with a little bit less of that. Yeah. Um, like, well, let's just kind of get there already or, or whatever, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Um, that being said, like, I, do you have anything else that we want to No, like? I think I'm, I'm good, dude. Yeah. I, I've, I've hit all of my, my major points. Yeah. That being said, um, I still really enjoyed this movie. I want to watch it again. Um, yeah. It, I feel like it fits in with the rest of the Pirates movies. Like like it or not, this is not the first movie. Like the franchise is not that anymore. Right. I and feel like this one is the is a good – like you have two, three, and then this one. Like that is how it feels like in my head that like this this caps off all of the storylines and yeah. all of the things that were going on and in I two like and three. And I the fact that everything kind of – like even four like you know affected this movie. You That's know? right. So like – I liked that fact. Like, we didn't ignore any of them, you know? Right. Um, so, yeah. And brought it together for one of the most satisfying reunions yes. on the big screen. Ten years later. Oh, my goodness, dude. We had a long time. That was so, like, that ending. Yeah. <sighs> Made it for everything else. Like, I was happy with, like, how the movie was before that. I was like, ah, yeah. it's, it's a good movie. You yeah. know, it's a good movie. Yeah. And then that happened, and I was like, oh. Well, the thing is, moving forward, like, I could. This is what if they make another one. I think they'll wait and see how this one does, and if it does, you know, decent. And now the the response is online to yeah. like the the tease and all kind of stuff. Like, well, now they make another one. Um, I could like if they if they could bring back Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan, um, and maybe like utilize their kids. You know, like where they're like secondary characters. Yeah. That's like that's the that's the movie I want to see. I agree, and I think like so you have that core cast of, of that was in the original with uh with with Will Turner and Elizabeth, and it's like you get those two people together, and it's gold for me because. That first movie, the uh, the original Pirates of the Caribbean, I think a lot of people saw that as like a Jack Sparrow was the big standout. And it's like, yeah, that was true, but it was a origin story for these other two characters. Yeah. Um, and those are the two characters that I want to see with yeah. Elizabeth and Will. Yeah. And so, I mean, if we can potentially do another one with that, I'm, I'm happy with that. Something else that I would be happy with with another Pirates movie, um, if we have new myths like if all of the magic has been removed from the ocean at this point right then you can kind of create your own new things that are happening like new mystical mm -hmm. things like it's like that just unlocks the potential of these things you don't yeah. have as much um that you have to stand by where it's like oh well there's the ends of the the ocean or there's the this or that like you don't have to keep all of these the mythos in your mind as you work through the stuff you can just kind of do a new thing 
Right. And I like that idea of things. I think the original one, while it did have some fantastical elements to it, some, some mystery in the, uh, the fact that they were cursed, it did have the curse element of it. Um, I liked that it still had a very real feel to it. And then we kind of jumped the shark a little bit, uh, in the second one and the, and the third one where it's like, Oh, but Davy Jones and the entirety of that villain is tied up in a curse and is tied up in magic. (laughs) Right. And, uh, and so I think, like bringing back a little bit more of the like piratey realism rather than the myths is a good thing. And yeah. this, uh, it w- would be a good thing for another pirates movie right. for a sixth. So you want to rate this thing, Chris? Let's rate it. What do you rate pirates of the Caribbean dead men tell no tales? It's a tough one. It is a tough one. I think I'm going to give it. 7.5. Yeah, that's right where I was sitting as well. I With the ending, I was like, it b- ramps it up a lot for me. Like, because like I, before that, I was like, oh, this is like, you know. That's what's so hard. It has this high highs and, and some weird lows. Yeah. It's like I could see this one sitting at an eight for me because of that ending. Like, yeah, if you just for sure. divorce some of the other stuff from the ending, yeah. then it's like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. But uh, but with some of the other mess, it's it's like yeah, it's I think uh, I think it's solid. I don't know, maybe an eight. I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight, or one of us should give it a seven point five. The other one will give it an eight. That way, it, it evens out to right in the okay, middle fine. there. I'll stick with my original. Well, you can go to eight, and I'll go to seven point five. I'll stay there. <laughs> I think we should just do what we want to do, John. All right, Chris, I'll go to eight. <laughs> okay, just for that ending. Cool. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time. Next week, we're going to review Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Can't wait for that, dude. So pumped about that movie. It's got to be good. I hope it is, dude. DC needs a good movie. They really do need a good movie. I think uh, they really need a good movie. Yeah. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at chrisife 250 And John Wright 777. And at stayontargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice and review us. We really appreciate it. We do. Subscribe to us as well. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.